I'm Lisa Billiou, and I went from housewife to co-founder of the billion-dollar company Quest Nutrition and now president of Impact Theory. Our mission with this show is to empower you and all women to recognize you really can become the hero of your own life. Welcome to Women of Impact. We have all heard of the phrase, beauty is skin deep, but today's Women of Impact would in fact vehemently disagree. Like Macaro challenging an umpire on a foul shot, she challenged the notion that exterior beauty starts and ends on the outside. She believed in it so much that she dedicated her life to proving it one woman at a time. It all began years ago with a hope and a dream of being a photographer. Well, her dream came true sooner than expected when she got the extremely sought-after internship position with none other than a world-renowned photographer, Dave LaChapelle. She crushed it and people soon took notice. It didn't take her long to work up the ranks and be given the opportunity to work with the likes of Katy Perry for Vanity Fair and on million dollar campaigns and advertisements with companies such as Smirnoff, Nestle and Absolute Vodka. She was on her way to success and making all of her wildest dreams come true until she came to the heartbreaking realization that the industry was filled with aspects that directly went against her morals and her belief system. Faced with a decision to stay and make it to the top or follow her heart and do things that meant something to her, she decided to take the leap, leave comfort, financial stability and a career on the rise to follow her purpose. What was her purpose, I hear you ask? Well, to help as many women as possible gain confidence, direction and learn self-love through photography. So guys, please join me in welcoming a lady who can take someone, have them stripped down to their bears, and show them that the beauty is more than just skin deep. A woman who's able to shape our beliefs in ourselves and liberate women through her incredible work. A woman I am honored to call a dear friend, Lindsay Hahn. Hello, my dear. Hello. How beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, God, I mean, just looking at your photography, it is mind blowing. So talk to me a little about your transition from going from the real typical, you know, dream of the Hollywood life and being the photographer and being around these celebrities, working with this like incredible photographer and then having that mindset shift. Well, just being in the industry, I just came from a small town, Pastor Robles. Everyone's like very conservative, so I just wanted to get out and explore. And I got this beautiful internship, and the people around me were amazing. But it was just, it was a little hollow in places. And it was one of the best experiences of my entire life. I learned so much, and there was some beauty in it as well. But um, I just, I took that leap of faith, and I found out that I just needed to pivot a little bit, even though it was an admired position. And so, I turned back around and I was just like, okay, what's important to me? And it was just like working up the ranks by working hard versus looking good. And because um, you said it was like the cool job, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it was. It was, it was with an esteemed like photographer and you get to work with like all these like models and these actresses and these big like movie stars. And um, that didn't impress me much. And so what I gravitated towards was like just real women and people just who had wholesome morals and beliefs. And, and um, I just kind of started going from there and just wanted to photograph them and work one-on-one and kind of dig deep in changing their views on themselves and how women see beauty in general. 
Well, so take me through that because you actually just said it was like one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It was. But you didn't stick with it. There's someone right now in that same sort of position where something just doesn't feel right. But yeah. the experience in itself is once in a lifetime. It was. So how do you separate the two and then choose a different path? Well, I think like the biggest thing is going towards, I mean, if you have a desire and a gravitation pull towards someone or something, move towards that and like figure it out and just like immerse yourself in that environment. And then you'll figure out like your next step from there. So me, I thought I wanted that. I thought I wanted Mm -hmm. to be in like magazines and advertisements and campaigns. And yeah, I just, it just didn't feel right inside, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I learned so much. And the fact that I took that leap of faith and I realized what doors I needed to shut. And so that is invaluable to me. And like, you know, the biggest thing you can learn from is actually like going and doing something physically. So how did you get to boudoir? Because that's another step, right? You go from photography, real, you know, um, advertising, big bucks, and then you go to boudoir, which is definitely niche. (laughs) So different, yeah. So I started off doing weddings in college. I went to Cal Poly, uh, majored in photography, and then a gentleman needed a second shooter, so I started second shooting for him. And it was one of my brides who was like, oh, let's do a boudoir shoot. And I was like, well, I've never done that before. Mm. That sounds like really fun. And so from then I was just like hooked. And so I just started to like do more of it. And I did a couple like mock shoots so I could show other women like what I could do. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And luckily it's getting really popular right now. And, and look, what you do is so incredible. And looking at your work, mm. I mean, the photography is beautiful. Now, look, I see it from the outside, from the results perspective. So I see a photo. Oh, my God, this woman's stunning. Like, I would love to be that woman, like, to, to, to look at a photo of myself yeah. and look and feel that beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's not that easy. And I'm guessing <laughs> you don't just say to a woman, strip down, let me take a photo, and here's an amazing <laughs> photo. No. Um, I can imagine there's a ton of psychology that goes behind it because yeah. I just saw a recent stat that blew my mind and it said that only 4% of women consider themselves beautiful. And I can't stand that. That like bugs me so bad. Like that's part of the reason like why I want to just like shift everyone's perspective and realize they're just let them feel beautiful, but also let them understand that beauty is a feeling and not a look. But how do you make someone feel beautiful? So in fact, I want to attack this from two angles. One, as the photographer, right? You have to get them, I assume, in a comfortable spot to then make them get there. And then two, how can I then use that in my real life on a day to day? Yeah, it definitely is intertwined between the two. Mm. So there's a lot of prep that goes into it from my side as well as their side. So as soon as we connect, we kind of figure out their intention. Like, why are they doing this shoot? Like a lot of women, they simply do it just because they want gorgeous pictures of themselves. Like, awesome, let's dive in. Others, they do bridal boudoir. So it's for their grooms, even though on the very end, it ends up being for them, which I love. Hmm. And then some people dive in and they just like kind of want to do it just to, um, well, actually a lot of them feel just lost and they just don't know where they are. Either they just went through a breakup, a divorce, or they're kind of hitting like an age where they're just, they don't know what direction to take and they want to find out who they are. So it all fine. It just kind of all starts out with the intention first. Okay. And then I send them like a little prep kit. So just like kind of the superficial stuff. And a lot of people think it's like, these are the big components that add up into the shoe. So wardrobe, hair, makeup recommendations. You call that superficial. It is superficial because it goes so much deeper than just like, you know, stuff that we can change on the outside. But the first thing I say when like we're about to shoot is like, 
you know, your hair and your makeup looks amazing and your wardrobe looks beautiful, but the most important thing that will shine through in like the imagery is your confidence and like having fun and embracing the moment and embracing yourself and self-love and not being afraid of like looking stupid or silly or anything like that. And it's like the first 10 minutes might be a little awkward and I tell them that, but then like soon enough, like they just start having so much fun and like we do like twirls and like hair flips, but they start really like just embracing their body and stuff that they said they had problems with before. How do they embrace it though? In what way? They just, they forget about being judged. And so you can actually like see them just completely let go, but it's just, it's basically not caring what anyone else thinks. And you can see like their whole body relaxed. And then also, and like the shoots, I kind of have them do power poses. And so we kind of like subconsciously get into like the, that level where, you know, the shoulders go back, the mm -hmm. chest goes out, the chin goes up. Cause a lot of women, when they're just, they just kind of, you know, crouch forward and they're just like a little shy, naturally so, cause it's like their first time in front of the camera. But as soon as we kind of tap into their psychology, it's just like the way you move is how you feel too. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of what Tony Robbins say, you know, it's, you know, broad chest and like sit up tall. And pretty soon you'll start to feel that confidence and you can see, all, see like that radiate. And that's like the most beautiful thing. And so that's the feeling that we're trying to evoke. And people, it's palpable. Like people, you walk around and you're naturally attracted to people who have like confidence or are very sure of themselves with self-love. And so when they, you know, they see the images at the very end and they're just like, God, I'm absolutely beautiful. Or the poses that we put them in and like the wardrobe and everything just kind of came together with hair and makeup that they don't normally do. And they, they see these images and they're just completely transformed. And they take that with them. And so we literally are able to most of the time shift the way in which the women see themselves. And that's powerful. So it's funny because like before each shoot, I like go on their social media and I kind of stalk them. And so that helps me grasp a little bit before we even like meet in person mm -hmm. who they are as a person. But um, yeah, once we get on set, it's just a lot of it has to do with like how I love myself and I don't care how I look and I just like kind of goof around and we play and like we're just laughing like girlfriends. Once you're comfortable with yourself and you love yourself, you allow other people in your presence to do the same. And it's just like, the voice that I tell myself and everything like that so I can get just reassured and I can love myself wholly so I can allow these other women to do the same. So what are those words that you tell yourself that you have once had to fight and now oh have come to terms with or maybe not come to terms with? Um, that I'm smart, that I'm beautiful. It's like very generalized and kind of broad statements, but I just, I struggled with those as like a young girl. Cause I got made fun of like when I was like a younger for my nose too. It's just like, so I had to get over that too. I'm just like, okay, like you're beautiful and like you're strong and you're smart. And so it's almost like a continued mantra that I still use to this day. Cause sometimes, you know, I find those weak points and I'm not perfect too. So I'm just, I'm always growing. So. I love that. With people who you work with, I assume that some are easier to get to that point of relaxation and yes. comfort than others. For sure. Um, how do you help people get out of that comfort zone? Um, because I think a lot of people just on their day-to-day -day lives find it difficult to step out of their comfort zone. They may have low self-esteem and they know they have low self-esteem, yeah. right? And they look at these photos, let's say of the ones that you do, and you're like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. But they don't see all the work that has had to 
had to have been done before that that photo was taken. Right. So how do you help those people take that first step, stepping out of that comfort zone? So I know you said like posture, right? Mm -hmm. Would that be number one? Or like, is there a bunch of work even prior to that that they would need to do? I mean, body language is huge. I mean, you really, you really move how you feel. And it's just like a complete transfer, whether if you're tricking yourself or anything. So it's just like, you know, shoulders back, chest out, chin, you know, don't slouch down, mm. don't look down, look at people straight in the eye. So it has a lot to do with body language. And also your inner voice, like put it in check. Just be careful of like the narrative that you're telling yourself mm. and the stories that you're telling yourself. I had to catch myself on a lot of things. It's just like, God, I'm being so negative mm. and I'm being freaking hard on myself. And, um, I had to put myself on check and like every time I caught myself doing that, I just had to like switch into something like positive. Like I'm doing the best that I can. I am like doing really great. And so I would just say, just check your, your mental status and like, how are you speaking to yourself and be easy and be kind, mm -hmm. you know, talk to yourself like you would talk to a little child. Like, would you talk to your, like a little child like that? Probably not. Like, you know, you want to be just gentle and encouraging and I think we should treat ourselves the same. Yeah, I mean, that's so spot on. I love that because people, you know, when I was thinking about your photography and I look at your images that you've taken, I'm like, they're so stunning. These women are so beautiful. You do such an amazing job. You've mm -hmm. got a great eye. And it's a lot of compliments. And it's like, oh, I wish that I could be like that or look like that. And it's interesting how I don't perceive myself like I perceive others. And I think the same yeah. is true for almost every woman, right? You're way harder on yourself sure. than you are on other people. 100% you know, we're very critical on ourselves and like not other people. I feel like that's where we almost like need to pivot. It's mm -hmm. just like, we see other people how we like see ourselves. So if like we don't, if we're having an issue with ourselves and we're struggling with being like a procrastinator or something like that, you know, we're gonna see the procrastinator and like everyone else, you know, we're just very much projecting and everyone out there is a, a mirror of mm -hmm. ourselves. So we could learn a lot by like just how we are interpreting the person in front of us or who we're talking to or our friends and kind of what irks us and what we love about them. So if you love like, oh my God, this woman's hair is like so beautiful, it's likely that you like love your own hair and you're confident in yourself. But if something kind of bugs you on something else, it means like you, you have some interior work to work on. Mm. And it's just, it all comes back to self-love and to not really look outside of yourself for that reassurance and like that confidence it all stems from within so yeah. i feel like if we can start to shift that that self-love and and sometimes it's through pictures and imagery that really work others it's through like talk therapy or just self-talk you know we can we can start making radical shifts which i think will be pretty powerful yeah and I think that you're already making radical shifts with the people <laughs> that you're working with like Thank seriously and do you think the whole mirror thing actually is what enables to empower these women beyond um, just the actual photo and the day that you're with them? So let's say you take photos with them, they see the results. Do you notice any change in them beyond that because they've seen themselves in a light that they've never seen themselves before? And they can then use that photography of themselves to mirror that confidence more and more? Oh, for sure. Because our brains are so permeable. Like we can just like really tell it anything and then we'll believe it. So you gotta, that's why you gotta be careful and mindful of like the stories you tell yourself. But if you believe and you see like you're actually like, you feel like you're actually really beautiful in that picture and you're radiating this gorgeous energy of confidence and like self-love, 
that's that's going to carry over and a lot of women have told me like oh I was just able to be more confident in like my relationship and like just my jobs and everything and just like their like their day to day talk to me about the people that you have impacted so one thing i know that you do is you give free like a free package to one person that yeah. you choose um, of a woman who you feel like really needs some help and in the empowerment space to give the confidence back talk to me a bit about that and what drives you to do that and then what results you've noticed that okay so we do an annual giveaway and it's so much fun a lot of people get involved and a lot of people kind of apply for it each year and so this last year, or actually this year, we photographed a young girl. She had cancer and pretty insane. Like she had ports like literally inserted for like IVs. And, um, and then right after that, she had a really kind of terrible miscarriage. And um, she was just been through a lot, but she just kept this like positive like mindset through it all. And it really drove her through. And so she wrote me this story because we kind of asked like, you know, what are you going through and why would you like want this shoot? And like, how can we help you? And, um, and I just like kind of broke down. I was like, God, this woman is so strong. It would be so powerful to show her like how strong she is through the imagery and how beautiful and breathtaking this process has made her. Like it just made her come out on the other side like so much stronger. And then also, if she's willing to share that story, how many other people and women specifically that are going through something similar or even like not something as huge, how many like people that that story could impact? And it almost like bonds everyone and just like kind of just like elevates them in, in such a way. So it mm -hmm. takes like a really bold woman to get in front of the camera to do that. And so to share a story on top of that is really, really powerful. So that's been really fun. And then the year before that, it was a woman with four kids and she was absolutely beautiful, but she had no self-confidence. Her ex-husband kind of tore her, um, her beauty down a little bit and she didn't think she was beautiful at all. And so we just kind of changed that through like the photography and she had like this huge transformative experience and she just, you know, gained all this confidence after this shoot. And so it was kind of cool. To well, see. take me through that. It's like a, going back to the psychology of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's so much about psychology and getting the person in the mental space to be able to relax and let go, so that the camera can capture their true beauty. Yeah. Right. Like the photograph, I see as the result of them coming out of their shell and believing that they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. So. There's so many steps though to get them there. How do you do that in that situation where this woman's had so much trauma? Yeah. Um, how do you get them to that place? Well, for the one that had like four kids, we yeah. like literally sat down and I just like, I thanked her for everything that she was doing. And I kind of just like reinforced some positive affirmations. Like you were one, I think you're absolutely beautiful. And I think you are such a strong woman, a woman for doing this. And I think you can be a guiding light for other women. And it's just a, it's a really cool power position that you've chosen to play in this arena. And, um, you know, it's having a conversation with her and like connecting with her and also figuring out like, what exactly did you go through? Like, tell me. And like, how did you come out on the other side? What did you learn? And so it's kind of reframing the situation in a positive way, even though it was like super, super negative. Mm. It's very important, like the questions like you ask and like we ask ourselves, you know, it's just like, well, not like, oh, why did this happen to me? It's just like, well, what did you learn from it? And like, how did you grow from it? And so you start like asking like those like probing questions where it's just like, it kind of gets them to start thinking like, how did I grow from it? Like, what did I learn? And like, 
you know, how do, how do we flip this negative situation into like a positive situation? And then you can actually see in like their posture, they're kind of sitting up straight mm -hmm. and they're smiling more. And sometimes there's tears. So it's just like emotional breakthroughs too. And so there's a lot that does happen behind the scenes from like the picture that people are seeing of this like beautiful woman in like this beautiful dune setting or whatever. But there's just, there's just a heart to heart conversation that happens before and throughout. And we take like little breaks and we laugh and we kind of lighten up the mood or if they need to work through something like we're almost there as like therapists to like Why? talk through it. But it's, I try to go in and just like reframe how I see them. And I hope that translates to them. Um, and one thing that I've read you, you speak about is about scars and mm. how um, people can look at scars and they can, can, you know, let's say society considers them ugly or a flaw, but you actually said that's part of your strength and you've had to go through your own health issues with scars and then take those and looking at the beauty of them. Yeah. Can you take me through that transition, what happened, and then now how you use your scars to actually empower you? Yeah, so at the beginning of the year, I felt my body kind of changing and I went in and I discovered a nine centimeter fibroid. That's, she said <laughs> nine centimeters, like just in case you didn't fruit, hear that. Which is, I don't know, it just, it shocks me to this day because I take really good care of myself and I didn't see anything physically. So it was like a complete shock. And then I like realized, and I had actually a boudoir shoot scheduled for myself and I was going to cancel it. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I started to almost like feel like self pity for myself. Like, mm -hmm. why did this happen to me? I started like victimizing myself. And, um, and I was like, wait a minute, this is interesting. I teach like the exact opposite. So I'm like, okay, there's like two paths. I was like, okay, there's like the self pity path. Or I could tell, you know, take the path where I'm like, I love myself, I forgive myself, like I, I just, I'm doing the best that I can. I had no idea, like there's no way I could control this. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do like my boudoir and embrace my body and how it is right now and who I am. I'm very proud of like everything that I have done up to this point and it taught me to just embrace my body and like just looks aren't everything and it was how I feel so I almost felt empowered even with this tumor inside of me um, and so I a couple months later I ended up getting it removed um, and there was a little bit of a fiasco with that so they to put it mildly <laughs> well I, I woke up like the next morning and I was just like god I'm just I don't feel something is absolutely wrong and I felt like really lightheaded and I couldn't stand up and I was like, I just don't feel good. And I looked down at like my incision and it was like kind of like bleeding. And I was just like, is this supposed to be bleeding? Could I be internally bleeding? And the nurse was like, no. And she like wiped it up. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. I was like, well, I can't get up. I'm going to pass out. And so they brought in a doctor and he took my blood pressure and he's like, okay. He's like, you're probably internally bleeding. We have your doctor like on the way. We're going to send you in probably for emergency surgery. So I was like, okay. Like, and I was still kind of just like out of it from the anesthesia. And so I had to like go do back-to-back -back surgeries and they couldn't find the bleed. It took them like hours and they finally realized they nicked like a intestine and they like took out liters, like just so much blood out of me. And I had to have like four transfusions afterwards and I had to stay in the hospital for like three or four days. And it was just, it was an awful experience. And, and then afterwards in like reflection, I looked back and I'm just like, gosh, I'm just like, I'm so worried about like you know the makeup that I wear and like my hair I was like how about like that I have a uterus like I could have lost it all and I could have lost the chance of having like bearing a child like that's like the issues that I was dealing with like pre-surgery and mm -hmm. I was like how about like just 
I had like such a beautiful intuition that I felt like something was wrong and I just brought it to the nurse's attention and I wouldn't let it go. Even though I'm just like, I'm not educated, I'm not a nurse, like I'm not a doctor, but I just, I knew something was wrong. And so following that intuition. And so looking back at like all the scars that I have, because I have like several on my stomach, I'm like, these are so beautiful. They show me like how strong I was, that I listened to my intuition and how important that was. And I'm here today and I could conceive a child. What's up guys, this is Lisa. And I wanted to talk a little bit about my friends over at Care Of. Now, if you know a little bit about my story, you'll know I've struggled with health issues for more than three years. And the one thing I've learned is no two people are the same. And that's exactly why I love this company, Care Of. You take their five-minute quiz and answer questions about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle, and they deliver customized vitamins and supplements straight to you. Come on, talk about convenience. So no more carrying, you know, 10 different Ziploc bags of various supplements when you're on the go, if you're like me, that is. They just make it super easy and convenient to stay healthy, whatever type of lifestyle you lead. So guys, honestly, go over, check them out. Today, I have a special offer for you guys. You get 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. So just go to takecareof.com and enter WOI at checkout. That's WOI for Women of Impact. So go take action and be the superhero of your own life. Peace out. Well, I don't know if you're um, willing to <laughs> discuss that further. So you you are pregnant right now. I am. And you just found out you're having a girl. I did. Oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so freaking excited that you've, you've gone through all of that and then it's the story that you've actually been yeah. able to conceive. Have you thought about what you're going to teach your daughter about beauty, about body image, about self-esteem? Like, have you thought that far yet? Well... Yeah, I have thought a lot about it. It's just, it's just, it's gonna be hard for me because I'm a little bit of a control freak, mm. but I'm just like, I'm, I'm very mindful of like letting her be her own being and just like positive affirmations and letting her find her own way and making mm. mistakes too, just to kind of learn from them. But that beauty is definitely interior and you can, you, you can do so much outside and it makes you feel good, especially like the clothes you wear can make you feel very powerful and that's all important. But it's also, we forget about our interior and our exterior you know it's awesome to you know take care of yourself but it's an interior that a lot of people overlook that's mm -hmm. super important it's so spot on and saying that people so take care of their exterior for like the longest time right i made sure that like my roots were always done and yeah. my nails were always <laughs> decent sure. and i never left the house without makeup Me and too. yet not once did i really think about over the years of me taking antibiotics, like what was that doing internally, which then, you know, leads to being sick a lot, which then being sick a lot led to, you know, feeling sorry for myself and feeling down. And, you know, mm -hmm. I never got to the point of depression, but like I can see that being a spiral. But we do spend so much time going to the gym and getting tanned sure. and all of this, but we don't do the work on the inside. Yeah. It's actually really... I mean, outside is important. I mean, like going to the gym and getting healthy right. and like, you know... I don't even want, I want to look good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all times <laughs> but you're absolutely right it's just like you know paying attention to the inside and how you feel and it's just like nothing none of that even matters if you don't have like the energy mm. then you know this energy like really comes from like self-love and also aligning with your purpose and your passion like what's giving you energy mm -hmm. rather than like what's drawing you away and sometimes I think that there's like certain things that you don't deal with like emotionally whether if you like just hold in certain events and you don't express them through art or just like crying or just like talking to someone holding it all in can definitely manifest on the outside, whether it be like cancer or like hair loss or whatever. I think those 
tracks are very pa parallel. Yeah. How do you address those things then? Do you um, like change the thought in your head? Do you put on different music? Do you dress differently specifically? Like how proactive are you to change those emotions or those feelings? Um, a big one is actually food, okay. <laughs> which I know you could relate with. Yes. <laughs> but um, food makes me like feel really good if I eat the right kind of food mm -hmm. and just like healthy food. It's just like my body doesn't process like sugar and carbs very well. I feel like very fatigued and like very depressed. And so I need to be like very conscious of like what I put in my body. Mm. Um, it's very much what you put in your body. It's not only like food, but it's just also like the thoughts. And so I just make sure like, again, like the, what I'm telling myself is like super positive and um, just uplifting and empowering and gets me to my goal rather than like taking me away. So it's just like what serves you in the mm -hmm. end. So, yeah. but yeah, clothes sometimes like help a lot too. Yeah, I use clothes a lot. Like every morning, I'm like, what do I actually want to feel today? Yeah. Like, am I feeling a little gangster? Do I want to feel a little sexy <laughs> and Lisa. hot? Yeah. Um, and I really do use the clothes to, you know, um, to make myself feel a certain way. It totally and what helps. I've, and what I've started doing is I take photos. So in fact, oh, my, really? I, well, my IG stories, oh. are photos of my outfits in the morning usually. Yeah. And I've, I've saved them all in one place. And I actually look at the photos now, which I never realized that I did until hmm. like going into like researching you. I look at the photos and I look at how I remember feeling. Ooh, and I'm like, Super powerful. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember I felt cool when I wore that outfit, so that's the outfit I wasn't gonna wear. That's super cool. Well, even like just looking at a powerful picture, and that's what's so powerful in sharing these like stories and these pictures online. It's not in vain, it's to actually help women mm. see that power within themselves. And it's like you reliving, like you're feeling like your power pose or whatever, like it's so impactful. And it's just, it's almost like a drug. You get that mm -hmm. like hit of like the hormones that make you feel super powerful and that you can make it through all these obstacles and these challenges. Like, you know, art and just visually, like we can, we can really do some damage if we use it as a tool. How do you use it as a tool, but then not spill over into cockiness and um, arrogance? I don't know, my mom just raised me just like to be humble and to not be like just very, ego, I guess, based. But what if someone doesn't have people like that around them that they can necessarily trust? Because I think you have to put a lot of trust in somebody to give you um, accurate feedback and you take it as that versus a, um, you know, an insult or are they just trying to knock you down? Yeah. You have to trust them. That's true. Um, have you ever thought about or got any tactics on people who don't necessarily have someone like that? Yeah, I mean, mentors are really great. And, um, it's just building those relationships where you can find really easy, just like like-minded women that are able to, you know, provide this sacred space for you to talk and release emotions, being like, okay, like, here's the deal, you know, like, I'm not attacking you or, mm. you know, trying to bring you down. And it's a very non-biased, non-judgmental place. So that's a really cool place to start, too. And is that what you're trying to create in your, yeah. in your company? <laughs> So that's in the beginning of the next year. So what I've seen, like photographing all these women, and it's like, you know, you see these beautiful pictures, and from the outside, it's just like, oh, all these women are so gorgeous, and they have so much like confidence. But on the background, like people are going through like heavy struggles, and it took a lot to get that image and a lot of breakthrough. But the similarities that are 
you know, intertwined with all these women are so similar, whether if it be self-esteem or like job or just like feeling lost and just bring all these like women together in a space is like what I'm trying to do in like the retreat setting. And then also bringing in like mindfulness. So it's like, we're really trying to attack that interior self where it's like your mind as well as your body and like creating that connection. So like incorporating like meditation and yoga and bringing in like specialists and practitioners to help with that. And then also photographing them at the end of the process versus like, you know, maybe a shot at the beginning so you can see the transformation. So you are going to do both? I think that'd be oh, so cool. That would be amazing. <laughs> It'd be very fun. As a reflection of how they've emotionally transitioned as well. Yeah, because right? you could see it physically. I mean, people would change. They shift in their energy. Their eyes light up and their smile is just... A lot of people, you know, they, can, they can't maybe can describe it because they can feel it. Like the person's in a really good space right now. You can just feel it. They're radiating. And so that's like the biggest thing is getting these women to this, you know, from this side of the street to that side. That's amazing. Fun. And you're going to start that next year? Yep, in the beginning. Um, I want to go back to something you said about like the scars that you now have. Yeah. So here's the thing that I struggle with. There are moments when I'm emotionally stable and I'm feeling good and everything's gone great and I can look at a scar or look at a thought that I don't like on myself. Mm. But you know what, Lisa, you're good. It doesn't define you and I'm super confident. And there are other moments where, depending on how I'm emotionally feeling, those things start triggering again in my mind. Yeah. Um, do you find that with scars specifically? Because I think that women see them as flaws. And totally ruin the aesthetic and everything's negative um, and even though in those moments you can say no it's part of who you are how do you deal with that voice when you're not in a good headspace? I think it's okay to like you know have those downs and you know because you can easily pivot I mean we have bad and good and just like negative emotions and positive emotions and it's okay to like go with the flow of those I think it's like a really natural ebb and flow and if we like resist those negative emotions Sometimes we don't fully digest those and they come and manifest in like other ways. And that can sometimes be dangerous. So I think it's just, it's okay to not like your scars one day and embrace them like the others. Mm -hmm. But as far as like women in photo shoots, if they don't like them, I'm just like, what is, and I just start to dig into mm -hmm. the story behind it. Like there's, there's a big story behind every scar and it's a powerful one. Like, how did you get that? What were you doing? And what kind of mind space were you in? And I, I love scars because it, it's almost like a timeline. It's like it brought you to where you are right now. And that's so important, you know? If we take away an event that happened on our past, like you would be different today. And it's all about embracing like the now and who you are and what you've become and like where you're going too. And so I try to wrap their head around that a little bit and have them embrace it rather than Photoshop it out. Really? Have you yeah. had people that want it photo mm -hmm. things really? Yeah, I've had, a woman asked me actually to change like their whole entire like set of teeth. I'm just, and she had a beautiful smile. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I don't think that's necessary. I was like, you have a beautiful smile. And so it's just like that reinforcement again. I was like, and, and I don't believe I should. I don't think it's like gonna add to your value. It's gonna almost like destruct it even like more. That was what I was down. gonna say, right? For Wouldn't sure. that be, because you have a perception of what perfect is. Yeah. And if you're tricking your brain into thinking that you're only perfect if you have your teeth fixed. Yeah. Then how are you ever going to reach satisfaction within yourself? Right. And it's just, it's, it's really embracing the now and who you are, mm. you know? And so I, I told her no. 
And then I also, you know, did the photo shoot and she absolutely loved the pictures and it changed her viewpoint on like her smile and like herself. And I think she kind of realized what she said and she wrote this like whole review on like the whole process of the photography and everything and how transformative it was. Yeah. Have you ever had someone ask you in post-production to, to Photoshop something out? Oh, and, for sure. Um, yeah. And have and you done it? I've done it like on a few occasions where just like if they had like a zit or something like that I could like I could justify what? you know but other things I'm just like it just defeats the whole process of like what mm -hmm. I'm doing mm -hmm. and like what these these images are for like these are for you to empower you you're supposed to embrace like what you are right now it's absolutely beautiful um <laughs> have you seen a star is born no but I really want to um <laughs> well so here's the thing there's something in there that is basically you can't be a star because you have these f flaws and it was you know mm. someone getting told that it's not possible um and as I'm watching this movie I'm sitting next to Tom my husband and the whole thing is they tell her that she's not beautiful enough because she's got a big nose oh. and growing up I was always made fun of of my nose I was right. called Concord like I had all kinds of names but it, I took it with me to my adulthood. And when mm -hmm. I met Tom at, you know, I was 21 and I told him, oh yeah, like I wanna, I'll eventually get a nose job. Like I really did think like, it's just a matter of time and having enough money. Mm. And so I just said to him, I'm gonna, you know, yeah, I don't like my nose. And he's like, are you joking? I was like, what do you mean? Because you've got the most beautiful nose. And no. this is the first time anyone had ever said it to me. I love So that. I was like, all right, look, we've already slept together. Like you don't have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to schmooze me, you're, you're good. <laughs> um, but he was like, no, like it is part of who you are and your character. For and sure. what he loves about me is the fact that I'm unique because I've got an odd nose and, you know, other things. And so it was the first time though that I'd ever heard anyone say that about me. Mm. And it took that for someone else to say it to me, for me to go, huh, maybe it's not so bad. Oh, that's interesting. And then over time, I now that. I believe like I would never get a nose job. You couldn't pay me any amount of money. Yeah. But it all took from someone else seeing it in me versus myself seeing it in me. Yeah. Um, now, if you're also fortunate enough to have a great friend like you who takes photography that you've done of me, like how would somebody else who doesn't have a great friend that is a great photographer or have somebody in their life that's talking positive about them are there any things that they can do like in the moment to make them see, see their true beauty? I honestly, like it's, it may sound really creepy and really weird, but if you seriously just like look in the mirror for like 10 minutes and just stare at yourself in the mirror, you start to see like a different person. I mean, all the aesthetics start to fade and you really get to see your soul and you, it's almost like just a, you know, you check in with yourself and your deeper self. You know, I've, I've done that through meditation and sometimes I stare at the mirror even though it sounds super weird, but something definitely changes when you get that close and you like stare at your iris and it's just like, you're not able to see this physical appearance. You see like your essence almost and like what you're made of, you know, take away all the, the body and the hair and like the makeup mm. and you really lock in with like your inner self and it becomes really powerful and that person is always beautiful staring back. But what if you're looking at yourself and you're just focusing on the flaws? It's, it's all about reframing. Yeah. It's so hard to do. It's definitely not easy. And it took me years and years, and I'm still working on it. Mm. I'm definitely not perfect. Like, you got to focus on what you love about yourself. If you love like your eyes or your personality, your laugh, focus on that. And you'll start to see more of that, more beauty in other people as well as like yourself. And like your flaws just like start to dissipate, and they become like your uniqueness. Mm. And you start to embrace everything. You're whole. Oh, my
my dear. Well, I've <laughs> got one more question for you. But before I ask it, where can these people find you online? Uh, LindsayHahn.com and then on Instagram, it's LindsayHahnPhoto. Okay, and if they want to get more information about the events that you're going to hold next year, or should they follow you? Is there somewhere? Probably on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. All right. And the last question, what do you consider your superpower? That's such a fun question. Um, I think it's being able to see the beauty in anything. There's going to be like negative all around you no matter what, but being able to pierce through that and just extract the beauty is really powerful. Like I said before, it's just like the more you focus on it, the more you'll see and the more beautiful your life will become. And the more beautiful other people in your life, you know, they'll be able to see it the same way. So thanks for seeing beauty and things well, thanks for being on the show it was an honor thank you guys oh my god you've got to check out this woman's photography it is so freaking incredible um but what i really really do admire about her and we've been friends for a while now is that she really can see the beauty in things she can see the beauty without her camera she can see the beauty without holding up a mirror um she can actually see the beauty within all of us and she just wants to try and help us tap into that so please 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 dive into her um really embody the message that she's trying to say the beauty is within it's not just exterior that actually comes after you've got to do the work internal first to then get to the external beauty and confidence so um thank you again for coming oh, on the show my dear and sharing your story <laughs> and guys if you're not subscribed please click that subscribe button down below and follow me at lisa billu hope you enjoyed this episode guys and until next time go be your own superhero Thank you. What's up, guys? Lisa here. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not already subscribed, please do click that subscribe button. Click, click, click away so you don't miss any new episodes that come out every single Wednesday. And if you do feel so inclined, it'd be great to get a rate and a review from you. That'd be awesome. That's how we get the show in front of more people and create more impact on more women. So until then, go out and be the superhero of your own life.